Welcome to the Practices That Scale podcast. I am Dr. Brianna Dino Finley, licensed clinical social worker in DC, Maryland, and Virginia, and executive business coach for therapist entrepreneurs. On this podcast, we will talk about everything from launching, marketing, and scaling your health and wellness practice. Now, are you ready to scale? If so, let's get started. Hey, everybody. So welcome back to the Practices That Scale podcast. So on the last episode, we talked a lot about why it is extremely important for you to find and identify what your niche and private practice or group practice is going to be. So just as a quick quick recap, a niche is that very tailored and specific thing that helps for you to be able to serve clients that are in alignment to your expertise. So figuring out what your niche is, is one of the best ways to avoid burnout, right? So when we are thinking about mental health practices or even any kind of health and wellness practice at this time during the pandemic, these um, these jobs, these careers, they can be very taxing on our own overall well-being. And so one way to make sure that you are not burning out in your own businesses and your own practices is to make sure that you are working with specialized populations that work alongside with your expertise, right? We don't want you spinning your wheels, trying to help and serve people who really don't fall in line with what you're good at. Okay, and so to build upon that episode today, we are going to talk about how do you brand yourself once you identify your niche. So it's no good to have a niche if no one knows what it is that you're good at. Because of that, you have to begin to show up consistently, whether that's in online directories, social media, or even the bio that you attach to insurance panels, right? How do you make yourself stand out in the crowd? One of the easiest ways to do this is through your social media presence. In today's time, we all know that social media is a huge contributor to online presence. When people are out here looking for a therapist to work with, they want to know who you are, what are you good at, and do you even look like me? How a person may look, how their voice may sound is very important to different consumers. Although that can sound weird at times, people cling to different things. So the best thing that you can do is start out with having an online presence. You can start out with a Facebook group, um, a Facebook business page, an Instagram page, a LinkedIn page, but essentially you want a landing base where people can ultimately find you to learn more about you. It is not enough to just be an expert. It's not enough to just have your license in counseling or social work. While people want you to be licensed, of course, people are looking for compatibility. I often say sometimes that finding a good therapist is just like finding a good partner. Sometimes you're going to meet with different people, feel like it doesn't work, and instead of quitting therapy, you should try again and find someone else. So when people are out here looking to find the right therapist, you have to give them something to work with. So to do that, show up online, right? Make your your bio extremely detailed. What is it that you're good at? Avoid clinical jargon. Oh my goodness, this is such a big one, right? So often um, we as clinicians, social workers, counselors, whoever, we use a lot of clinical jargon in our everyday speech. However, 
Clinical jargon does not make you sound smart. It confuses your potential client. Using clinical jargon all the time is not one of those things that is just designed for you to look good, but it sometimes creates a barrier between the client and the therapist. And that's not something that we want to do. Showing up on social media is an opportunity for you to be able to communicate your expertise in a way that is relatable to the population that you are looking to work with. What makes for a good therapeutic relationship is the connection between the therapist and the client. So just to give you an example, have you ever had a friend or a family member that you felt like you were given the same advice to over and over and over again? right? And then as soon as they hear from somebody else, it's like a light bulb goes off in their head and they're like super pressed to listen to this other person. Well, it's not that what you were saying wasn't good enough, but it was something about that connection with the other person made it stick. So you want to have a strong focus on how do I relate to people? How do I want to relate to clients? What do I want them to see me as, to know me as, to help to gain um, their, their trust in order for us to build this therapeutic relationship? So branding yourself as a therapist all starts with your presence. How comfortable are you with you? How comfortable are you with um, communicating what your expertise is? How comfortable are you with putting your niche out there and believing that there are clients who are going to be attracted to that niche? Right. So you have to do a little bit of self-work first to really figure out is the client who I think that I want to work with really the client that is best fit for me. Once you figure that out, next you have to think about how do I normally vibe with the clients that I have the most success with? You know, although we don't speak about favorite clients a lot. Right. We all have these clients that might be our favorites or clients who we feel like we did so well with? What was it about that relationship that made it work well? And is that something that you can put on rinse and repeat in different therapeutic relationships? Is that something that you can use in your messaging to position you to be the go-to therapist for whatever your niche is, All right? So once you identify your niche in therapy, the next thing for you to do is to start to create a personal brand around that, okay? There are many different things that go into branding, Right. Branding is much, much more than just the colors that you use, the font that you use and that perfect headshot. Your branding has everything to do with who you are and what that looks like out into the world. When people talk about you, when people mention your name or your business, what is the first thing that they think? What is it that you would like for people to know you as? Once you figure that one thing out, I want you to take the time to then say, OK, how do I continue to put myself out there so that this is what people are going to see whenever they come to my Facebook page, whenever they come to my Instagram page or my LinkedIn page or my website? Am I constantly showing up as the expert that I claim to be? I hope this information was helpful for you. Until the next time on the Practices That Scale podcast, I'm Dr. Brianna. Live well, be well.